do us a quick favor guys hit the follow subscribe button share this with someone who would benefit from it and help us grow as the more we grow the better the episodes we get thanks guys for helping us and let's get into the episode And he's here, he is here. Cristiano has entered the building. Welcome, wherever you are, to the Old Trafford Theatre. Welcome back to this episode of the Sculptor Podcast. Today we are going through developing a growth mindset by Carl Dweck. Now this is a TED talk as usual. And this is one that I have... Maybe one of my first TED Talks even that I went uh, and listened to. And if you have listened to a previous episode before, you would know that I think also this was my first book called Mindset. And I read it over... No, it'd be my second book. And I read it over from Germany. Sorry, to Germany the first time. So when I was 15 years old. Now, anyways, let's get straight into it. The power of yet. I heard about a high school in Chicago where students had to pass a certain number of courses to graduate, and if they didn't pass a course, they got the grade not yet. And I thought that was fantastic, because if you get a failing grade, you think, I'm nothing, I'm nowhere. But if you get the grade not yet, you understand that you're on a learning curve. It gives you a path into the future. Not yet also gave me insight into a critical event early in my career, a real turning point. I wanted to see how children coped with challenge and difficulty. So I gave 10-year-olds problems that were slightly too hard for them. Some of them reacted in a shockingly positive way. They said things, oops, they said things like, I love a challenge. Or, you know, I was hoping this would be informative. They understood that their abilities could be developed. They had what I call a growth mindset. But other students felt it was tragic, catastrophic. From their more fixed mindset perspective, their intelligence, their intelligence had been up for judgment, and they failed. Instead of luxuriating in the power of yet, they were gripped in the tyranny of now. So what do they do next? I'll tell you what they do next. In one study, they told us they would probably cheat the next time instead of studying more if they failed a test. In another study, after a failure, they looked for someone who did worse than they did so they could feel really good about themselves. And in study after study, they have run from difficulty. Scientists measured the electrical activity from the brain as students... Just quickly on that point, I think it's a good one where it's actually the fixed mindset is more of a full stop. Where even if 
let's say on the extreme level where it could be a full stop, that 2% that you get from not believing in it, you just get that little bit better. So just believing that you can get a little bit better at the most extreme level, even if your floor is you're so close to it, or your ceiling you're so you're so close to it, sorry. Just believing that there is no floor or there is no ceiling will benefit you no matter what. Confronted an error. On the left, you see the fixed mindset students. There's hardly any activity. They run from the error. They don't engage with it. But on the right, you have the students with the growth mindset, the idea that abilities can be developed. They engage deeply. Their brain is on fire with yet. They engage deeply. They process the error. They learn from it and they correct it. How are we raising our children? Are we raising them for now instead of yet? Are we raising kids who are obsessed with getting A's? Are we raising kids who don't know how to dream big dreams? Their biggest goal is getting the next A, whoops, or the next test, test score? And are they carrying this need for constant validation with them into their future lives? Maybe because employers are coming to me and saying, we I want to just add a quick note here, which is, as Caldwell said that, something, an analogy came into my head where you've got the two miners next to each other and one is so close to the diamonds and then the other one has just found diamonds. And what that is, is they're on the same pathway, they're on a similar linear, I guess you could say, and the process is the exact same, right? They're removing the dirt from in front of them. So they're doing the same process, yet only once one person has found the full stop, you could say, which is the end goal, only yet they are then praised. So going off that, what Caldwell is saying is essentially the process of digging is what should be praised. It doesn't change. That process of digging is the exact same process that you can do to get the reward, but also fail. But the main emphasis is, is you're doing what you need to do to get where you want. Therefore, you need to be praised for that rather than being praised for getting the end result. Because, for example, on the mining one, if one guy just started in a different position to the other guy, then just just by chance, one is closer than the other, right? So they're both digging. One is closer than the other. One started closer than the other. And just because one started closer than the other, the process of digging got them quicker to where they wanted to go. But that same person who was digging, but who started further away is doing the exact same thing. They never knew when they were going to get to the end goal. But why is it that only one gets praised for it? So what Carl Dweck is saying is praise the process. Already raised a generation of young workers who can't get through the day without an award. So 
what can we do? How can we build that bridge to yet? Here are some things we can do. First of all, we can praise wisely. Not praising intelligence or talent. That has failed. Don't do that anymore. But praising the process that kids engage in. Their effort, their strategies, their focus, their perseverance, their improvement. This process praise creates kids who are hardy and resilient. There are other ways to reward yet. We recently teamed up with game scientists from the University of Washington to create a new online math game that rewarded yet. In this game, students were rewarded for effort, strategy, and progress. The usual math game rewards you for getting answers right, right now. But this game rewarded process. And we got more effort, more strategies, more engagement over longer periods of time, and more perseverance when they hit really, really hard problems. Just the words yet or not yet we're finding give kids greater confidence. Give them a path into the future that creates greater persistence. And we can actually change students' mindsets. In one study, we taught them that every time they push out of their comfort zone to learn something new and difficult, the neurons in their brain can form new, stronger connections. And over time, they can get smarter. Look what happened. In this study, students who were not taught this growth mindset continued to show declining grades over this difficult school transition. But those who were taught this lesson showed a sharp rebound in their grades. We have shown this now, this kind of improvement, with thousands and thousands of kids, especially struggling students. So let's talk about equality. In our country, there are groups of students who chronically underperform. For example, children in inner cities or children on Native American reservations. And they've done so poorly for so long that many people think it's inevitable. But when educators create growth mindset classrooms steeped in yet, equality happens. And here are just a few examples. In one year, a kindergarten class in Harlem, New York, scored in the 95th percentile on the National Achievement Test. Many of those kids could not hold a pencil when they arrived at school. In one year, fourth grade students in the South Bronx, way behind, became 
the number one fourth grade class in the state of New York on the state math test. In a year to a year and a half, Native American students in a school on a reservation went from the bottom of their district to the top. And that district included affluent sections of Seattle. So the Native kids outdid the Microsoft kids. This happened because the meaning of effort and difficulty were transformed. Before, effort and difficulty made them feel dumb, made them feel like giving up. But now, effort and difficulty, that's when their neurons are making new connections, stronger connections. That's when they're getting smarter. I received a letter recently from a 13-year-old boy. He said, Dear Professor Dweck, I appreciate that your writing is based on solid scientific research, and that's why I decided to put it into practice. I put more effort into my schoolwork, into my relationship with my family, and into my relationship with kids at school. And I experienced great improvement in all of those areas. I now realize I've wasted most of my life. <laughs> Let's not waste any more lives. Because once we know that abilities are capable of such growth, it becomes a basic human right for children, all children, to live in places that create that growth, to live in places filled with yet. Thank you. I really like Caldwell, and I think that the mindset book was such a found, fundamental piece to the foundation of my mental awareness, I think. And I think that I probably always possessed it, but Caldwell put that into words for me and into a philosophy for me, and that was the exact same with Relentless. So I do subscribe to what Caldwell says here. And I think most people are quite familiar with this philosophy. I do run across people who have no consciousness of this philosophy and you can actually pretty much tell. And it's something where you will see the results of them be less favorable because of their beliefs. And it's a very, very simple fix. I think that it can change a lot. Well, it has, it does change lives and it changed mine. And with that being said, I hope you got something of value. If you haven't heard of Caldwell before, definitely read the book Mindset. 
and learn more about it. It's a simple philosophy, but I think it's very true. Anyways, I hope you got something out of this one and I'll see you tomorrow.